0: Hi, I'm Olaumi Brigway, and I began to experience all-round supernatural success in my life when I finally accepted that no matter how hard a person works, they will never rise above their level of thinking. Are you looking for transmission from the inside out? Then join me on the Super Abundant Life podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Super Abundant Life Podcast, where we tackle real issues by examining the lives of real people and extracting real life solutions that are rooted in the wisdom of God. This is your host, Olaomi (laughs) Brigway. Hey, and welcome to this week's episode of the Super Abundant Life podcast. I want to first of all say thank you to everyone that reached out um, with feedback, questions, comments, etc. regarding our last episode, which is the interview that I had, conversation that I had with my daughter Maxine. Um, Maxine and I are truly grateful to have had the opportunity to be able to help to serve. And I just want to say thank you for those of us, those of you that reached out. We had quite a um, phenomenal response to that episode, and actually today's episode is, you know, some something that came out of that interview or conversation that I had with Maxine, and also in the conversation that I had in, I think, episode twenty-seven with. Mrs. Toyo Oyemade, because she talked about this, one of the things that Maxim mentioned, which is today we're talking about the power of vision boards. I remember during my conversation with Mrs. Oyemade, she talked about how, uh, there was a time when she, you know, she wanted to lose weight. She wanted to be a certain size and she actually took a picture of someone that looked exactly as she wanted to look. And she had that picture as a screensaver of her PC for, for months basically. And that helped her actually achieve her goal. And also if you have listened to episode 29, my conversation with Maxine, um, she talked about how, you know, she created vision boards for exams specifically for her GCSEs and being able to progress into the sixth form that she wanted to go to. So. Today, we're talking all about the power of vision boards. Now, you know, what, what's a vision board? A, visual, a vision board, you know, it's not anything mystical. It's literally a visual representation of your goals. So it's pictures or that represent where you want to go, the goals you want to achieve, literally put on a cardboard. You know, some people make it a lot more fancier. They use um, uh, frames and, and so on. But literally, all a vision board is is a picture, that shows where you are heading where you want to go and why is it so um it's it's you know i think in recent years vision boards have become very popular uh, my own first introduction to vision boards even though i didn't know that's what it was <laughs> and i'm going to share the story now uh was probably about um maybe 8 9 years ago uh, uh and i'm going to share the story but the first time i actually physically a um did a vision board was in 2016 and i i went for a workshop and i'll talk about that later but the first time that i became aware of the power of putting a picture in front of you and how that picture can actually um, determine the direction you go in was probably about like i said eight or nine years ago and it was by accident i discovered this by accident so I remember um, it was summer of that year and um, Maxine and I went on, we went on a day trip to York um, just to explore the city. And, you know, it's, a, it's an old medieval, you know, town. And we thought, you know, it, it looks beautiful. Let's go and explore it. And we got there and um, in one of the shops that we went to, there was, there was an artist that was selling paintings. And as soon as I walked in, there was a particular painting that caught my attention. It was so beautiful that I knew I had to buy it. So I bought the painting, um, brought it home, and I placed it as a centerpiece in our living room at the time. And you know, basically, if I I'll try and describe the painting to you. So it's black and white. So the painting is black and white. But then, um, as the the centerpiece. Um, or oh, the spotlight of the painting, what it draw, uh, what the artist did was to draw your eyes to one centerpiece. And the centerpiece was a lady, very elegant lady, and she was wearing a red coat. So this lady elegant, you know, she, you know, from the back. So she's walking, I think it was raining and she's holding an umbrella and she's walking in the rain. Everything else is black and white, but this woman with her red coat stands out solidly in the painting. And that is what it draws your eyes, right? So that's what the painting looks like. So I, you know, I liked it for, you know, the beauty of it, the elegance of it, the elegance of the woman, and I literally put it up. And prior to this, prior to when I bought the painting, I didn't go anywhere near red. I didn't like red. I thought, you know, red is a bit too loud. I, <laughs> I liked dark colors. I still do, you know, navy blue, um, black everything was black furniture even in my living room at the time was black black sofa black everything right but the fact that it was black and white attracted me but more importantly the the vision of the woman was very striking and i couldn't resist okay um so at the time i did not like red i didn't i had nothing that was red nothing none of my clothes uh, were red i just didn't go anywhere near red. But what I found out was probably about maybe three years down the line or something like that, two, three years down the line, I just, in fact, I didn't know this until later on that somebody pointed out, pointed it out to me, but what started to happen was subconsciously without me realizing it, I began to make choices and, you know, that would make me almost almost made me into the woman in the picture so the red was so striking that it did something to me so the first thing i did the first change that i made was i bought a red coat and remember all of this is in hindsight i did not i didn't realize what i was doing when i was doing it so i needed to get a new coat so you know went into the store looked everywhere and i don't like any of these things and then i walked into a particular store And as soon as I entered and I went to the section where the winter coats were, I just saw a red coat as in on one, on the other end of, of the aisle or whatever. And I, I went straight for it. I tried it and I said, yes, this is it. This is my coat. Remember prior to this, I would, as in, I would, I wouldn't even have noticed the red coat because I would have gone straight for the black coat. So the fact that I went for the red coat, so I bought the red coat. I loved it um and then what happened after that was i realized um that a lot of the things i was getting right were also in the color red so shortly after that i I moved home and my decor all right (laughs) in my house you know the the central theme was red as in if you're walking you know that okay the main color is red and then there are other colors to try and complement the red um, as at the time when somebody pointed it out to me and I, and I saw that, oh my God, you know, my phone case was red. My wallet was red. I had a lot of red in my, in my wardrobe. And even now, as I'm talking to you, the theme, the main, you know, my brand, you know, as a coach, <laughs> my brand is red. So black, white, and red, basically. I try and, you know, soften it a little bit, you know, go pink or gold or whatever, but the central color is right now. How did I get here? How did I get here from someone who couldn't stand red? It's very simple. Every, you know, day in day out for years, I literally innocently put up this picture of this woman, in my living room and I was going by it every single day. I was exposing myself to this image and slowly, but surely I was becoming that person. I was becoming the woman because I found her attractive. I found her elegance, attractive, even though I thought I don't like red, but there was something about her that attracted me. And because I put that picture in front of my eyes, for a couple of years and I exposed myself to it consistently, even though it wasn't intentional, I literally became this woman to the point that a lot of, you know, a lot of the things in my life, significant things in my life were now read. That is my first exposure was my first exposure to the power of vision, right? Because you know that when we talk about senses, we're actually talking about gates right? When you say your five senses, you're talking about the five gates because the senses are not, they don't stand alone, right? You don't have eyes and then, um, you see something and there's no interpretation. No, when you see something, it feeds, into your soul. When you hear something, it feeds into your soul. When you touch something, it feeds it. Do you understand? So the senses are actually gates. So the power of a vision board is literally the fact that what you expose yourself to, what you see with your eyes, you hear with your ears is going into your heart. It's like actually imprinting something inside of you and that it really right, quite simply is the principle behind the vision board. It's not anything mystical. Uh, it's not anything, you know, magical. Like you see something, you become it. It's literally as you expose yourself to certain images, you are becoming that image. And, you know, you might say, um, you know, I'm not really sure about that now (laughs) because, you know, as I said, for me, um, my first proper, proper vision board that i made was in 2016 and i went to this vision board workshop and i think a friend of mine um invited me um i don't remember i think i I think that's how i I got to go and she was you know talking about goal setting and um, i went to the workshop and you know I, i created a vision board then if I thought it was accidental before when I became intentional about it. So the first proper vision board that I created, like I said, was in 2016. So I did it for the year, I think going into 2017 or maybe 2015, going into 2016. I don't remember exactly, but I tell you this when I was taking, um, stock of the year. When I was thinking, okay, fine. These are the things that I set as my goals. Do you know that every single thing that I put on that vision board had happened within one year, every single thing that I put on the vision board had happened within a year. So what am I saying? And obviously (laughs) since then I've never been without a vision board, my children, vision boards in fact my husband was the last to get on board because it's like what no <laughs> it was vision board but he too he has come around and he too has a vision board um and i you know i can say this confidently that the progress that i have made right in the past probably four years of my life i can definitely say part of it is because I've never, ever allowed my dreams, all right, to be out of my sight. And the way you do that is by creating a vision board. And did you know that God used a vision board? So the vision board is actually in the Bible because I remember the first time I told somebody about a vision board, she came back to me, you know, this was probably about around the time that I created mine. I told, you know, a friend of mine, she was asking about, and I said, do a vision board. It works. And she was like, "Mm, I don't know. It sounds kind of new agey. And she said, you know, is it Christian? And as she was asking me that question, I believe that the Holy Spirit just dropped, um, an idea an insight into my heart. And he said, what about Abraham? right because it was basically showing me that no 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 a lot of these things that we think you know is new age these people you know they the principles are in the bible the principles are in the bible and and immediately as i was talking to her i you know i said this i hadn't premeditated it it was in that moment that i realized that hold on a minute. God used a vision board for Abraham. Remember when God told Abraham about, you know, he's going to be a father of many nations and he asked him to go outside and he said, look up at the stars. He says, if you can count the stars, that is as numerous as your descendants are going to be. That is a vision board. It's a visual representation of the picture that God was painting for Abraham. Okay. That's what, a, it's as simple as that. That's what a vision board is. So every time Abraham, you know, got out of the house and it was, a, you know, it was, a um, it's clean, clear skies at night and he got out of his tent and he looked up. It was a reminder of the promise of God. It was a reminder of where he was headed. So there might be nights where he was feeling a bit discouraged. And in my thoughts, will this thing happen? All he had to do was look up and say, listen, look at the stars. If I'm not able to count the stars, then certainly I'm not able to count my descendants that are coming. And that is a vision board. The second example in the Bible that I, when I searched the Bible was actually Jacob. Jacob was trapped in the house of Laban and he had nothing. All right. He had served him for at least 14 years, more than that. And he had, nothing to his name in terms of resources economic resources and laban tried to cheat him but god had other things in mind and basically what god said to him well you know it, it didn't the bible didn't recorded that god said to him but i believe the idea came from god and the way he was able to cause the sheep that laban had to produce the black sheep that would belong to him And the spotted and the streaked was he took a rod and then carved streaks into it. And then the Bible says that as the sheep came to mate, he put it in front of them. I don't think it was for the sheep. I think it was for him. So he sat there, he was watching the sheep mate and then he was looking at the streaked rod. So basically he put the two together and he was able to imagine what would happen. And as a result of that, the miracle happened whereby the sheep, you know, gave birth to black and spotted and streaked that all belong to him. So those are two examples from the Bible of what a vision board is. Remember it's a it literally is just a visual representation of your desire of where you want to go. And the principle is simple. What you focus on grows. Whatever you put in front of your eyes, it will grow. The desire for it will grow. The focus on it will grow. Your ability to think up and come up with ideas for it will increase simply because you are putting it in front of your eyes and it will, because it is in front of your eyes, it will eventually find its way into your life. And that is the principle behind the vision board. So the visual board is literally just a cardboard or, you know, that contains pictures that vividly remind you, of the dreams that you are reaching for in life. That is all it is. It is not anything mystical or anything like that. All right, you put it in front of you and number one, you don't even, it it keeps that goal in front of you so that you don't forget it. How many times do we you know, do New Year's resolutions and you write it down and you completely forget about it. You don't even think about it again until maybe like December, I think, ah, that's true. I wrote that thing down. (laughs) But the power of the vision board is you see it every single day. So you never really forget about it. It doesn't allow you to forget about it. This podcast, for example, is one of the things that I put on my vision board. I think it was, um, two years ago. And at the time I was, I was, you know, blogging. There was a time when, you know, I, I didn't have podcasts on my mind, but I thought, you know, it's, I love listening to podcasts. And I thought maybe one day I'd love to do a podcast, but I didn't actually plan for it. You know how you put something down and then you physically begin to plan for it and, and head towards it. I just literally put it on my vision board and I did nothing. I did nothing, but because it was there, I never forgot about it. It just, it kept, you know, the fact that it was, I was looking at it, the image inside me of having a podcast and being successful at it, kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And it got to the point where that image began to attract everything that I needed to help me begin the podcast. All right. Um, because there were so many obstacles I thought, Ugh, you know, I read, I tried to read up about it and I like, you have to do this, you have to do that. I'm like, this is too complicated. I don't, I don't have time for this, but then because that image inside me was getting stronger and stronger and stronger. I just happened upon someone that had, you know, started a podcast and, you know, she used a particular software. I researched and I realized that it's as simple as literally downloading an app, recording and boom, yeah, off you go. You don't, it it was not complicated at all. And I believe that idea, that information came to me because the image of me being a podcaster got stronger and stronger to the point that it effortlessly came to me. So that is what a, a, um, a vision board would do for you. That's what a vision board would do for you. Let me give you another example <laughs> of the power of the vision board. Um, I, and this one, <laughs> it didn't, you know, it, the, the, the outcome was, you know, not what we wanted. So um, I remember um, probably about, you know, two years ago or there about, um, and, you know, to begin to um, help my son get focused on the 11 plus exams, I was coming probably, I think two or three years ago. So we did it, you know, apart from the yearly vision boards that we do for the year, you know, to cover the various areas of life, He I sat down with him and he did a particular one for school for secondary school for eleven plus. And at the time, you know, we could you know, I could think of one school that was like top of the top of the top of the top. As in if you if you do well to get into this school, if you get into this school, you've done very well. You know, they have like two or three different stages or whatever it is. And, you know, for me in my mind I'm thinking, what is the best representation of success? So if you've done extremely well in your eleven plus you got into this school. And you know, we put that school there, uh, etc. And you know, all the attributes and everything. This is who you need to become in order to get into a school like this. That's that was the vision board. Um so a vision board actually is not just words. Sorry, it's not just pictures. It can be words. In fact, most of the things on my vision board is actually words because I, I like words. It's not just pictures. So on that vision board, we put the school. We wrote the name of the school in the middle, and around it, like arrows feeding into that name, that circle in the middle, I had things like committed, um, things like um, open to change, things like um, growth mindset. So basically, all the diff- who he needed to become in order to go to a school like that, in order to um, achieve the kind of success that a school like that demands all right <laughs> so we put off this vision board and we literally you know by his bed where he would see it every day and we could see that you know he was more and more becoming that kind of person becoming more committed he was taking ownership of his own studies etc which is all fantastic it now came to the point where um uh in beginning of year five we started looking at uh schools actively going to open evenings etc and hey you know <laughs> since we did the vision board, things had sort of changed as in the direction that we felt he should go in had changed. Like, okay, I don't think my husband and I were saying, we don't think he's in school. Um, Looking at this boy, looking at, you know, what would be best suited for him, uh, we thought it was another school but you now know what had happened because he had been looking at this vision board. I remember it's not, you don't sit down and go and say, okay, it's time to look at my vision board. Your eyes just sort of takes it in subconsciously. So you don't, you don't carve out time and say, okay, 10 minutes every day, I'm just going to sit down and stare at my vision board. I've never done that. I've never done that yet. You know, things are coming into my life that are my vision board. So it's the same thing with him. He would get up and his eyes would just maybe that subconsciously, subconsciously, those images are going into his heart. He got to the point where we're like, okay, what school do you not want to go? To? Do you know that he got to the point where the image had crystallized inside him, that this is the school. <laughs> it was that school that he had been looking at for about two years. And we're like, oh, my husband and I were like, oh, wow i think we, <laughs> i think we may have made a mistake by putting a particular school before we got to the decision-making season for the school that he should go to all right so we we literally had to you know i you know be, be, we began to pray we can to talk about etc just to say that that was just an example of what you are capable of. It doesn't mean, (laughs) so like backtracking, it doesn't mean that this is really the school that you're going to go to. So can you see what I'm saying? Can you see the power of this thing? Right? That's the power of this thing. It became so attractive to him that he thought this is the school I'm supposed to go to. All right. That is what I'm talking about. That is how powerful a vision board is. That is how powerful it is to expose yourself, your eyes to certain things, every you know every single day whether it is consciously or subconsciously those images are actually going into your heart now what i want to do is a very short one today just to if you don't already have a vision board i will encourage you to create one and if you have one this is to inspire you to continue to use vision boards and to make it maybe a bit more specific. So when you're creating a vision board, what do you literally do? Remember, it's just a visual representation of your dreams or your goals. Now, a vision board can be something very specific. So for example, a picture of the, of the house. All right. The kind of house that you want to live in. So, uh, you go for viewings or whatever, I said, I like this house. That's the kind of house that I want to live in and you put it on your vision board or the vision board can just be an image that is, um, that represents, that stirs up a kind of desire or feeling inside you okay. That evokes a certain feeling inside you. So for example, um, on, on one of my vision boards uh, sorry, on my vision board. So every time I create a vision board, I have a section for my children and there's an image that I have on on that I keep transferring from year to year. And you know, it literally says it, so it's words. It says, I, I think it is, um, outstanding, good, uh, average and poor. And then outstanding is in red. And, there's a tick next to our standing. So for me, every time, and I put it in the section for children. So every time I look at that, it's telling me that my children are outstanding. So it is creating an image, it's evoking a feeling inside me to continue to be intentional, right? To see my children as people that can go on to do exceptional things, whether it is in the academics or extracurricular activities. So it can either be a a picture of something. All right. So for example, Maxine had a picture of that for grammar school so their logo because the as soon as she visited this the school during open evening she knew that that's where she wanted to go all right. So she had that logo on there that she's going to that for grammar. Um, she had, um, I think all she had GC. So for each of her GCSEs Maths, she put, you know, maths in English, English, lit, uh, biology, chemistry, history, geography, she wrote out all the subjects and she wrote out all the grades that she wanted beside them. So that's a visual representation. So every time she looked at it, it inspired her to keep going forward. Okay. it reminded her that listen this is what you're going for. So when you get to the point where you have to make a decision, whether to back off or to move forward, you look at that image and it gives you the strength, it evokes a feeling inside you to move forward rather than to regress. Okay. So that is, that's what you can have on your vision board. Now I'm going to run through four very simple things, um, to help you in terms of creating the vision board. Okay. And the first one is so four simple steps to help you create a vision board that will work for you. The first one is, you know, so obviously, you know, it's very simple to do. Very, very easy. It doesn't have to be elaborate. Um, my first vision board, I created it and I literally used blue tack and stuck it on the wall. Now, you know, I try to be a bit fancier. So I have on my desk in my office, as I'm recording this podcast, I'm actually looking at a framed one. <laughs> Um, that, you know, has some pictures of where I'm going. All right. But you don't, you don't need to start like that. You can literally buy colored paper and stick pictures on it. So get your images, select and cut out pictures and quotes. Remember, it doesn't just have to be pictures. It can be quotes and I particularly love quotes that best represents the goals you have set, what you want to do, where you want to be. Let's say a year from now, or you could say three years from now. All right, or it could be six months from now. All right, so pictures. um, Some people say, "Oh, does it have to be magazines?" I started off using magazines, but because number one, I don't really read magazines, so I don't buy magazines. So. I didn't have that many options in terms of images. So then I I realized that ah, Google is there now. So I literally went on Google and Pinterest is great for that. You can search for images and you print it out and you use that as your images. In fact, I prefer that I, I never use magazines again because you can get exactly what you want by searching on Google. Okay, so pictures and quotes, like I said, Pinterest is fantastic for that. And the second thing you now do is you paste your images on your cardboard or your board or whatever it is. Some people, so for example, um, Maxine when, you know, on her vision board, everything is all over the place and she likes it like that. She says it makes sense to her. Um, me, I, I, as in, if it's too busy, I don't, I'm like, where do I look? Where do I look? I'm a most, you know, I'm a very logical thinker. So every time I do a vision board, I do it in sections. So I have my big massive cardboard. So literally by, you know, putting maybe four, um, a, what's it called now? A two is it a two or a three together anyway. So I I divide it into sections. So there's a section, uh, for spiritual life. All right. There's a section for my marriage. There's a section for my children. There's a section for my business and so on. There's a section for uh, my purpose and the things that I'm doing and all those things. Right? So that is, I like in sections, some people just like to, you know, all over the place and that works for them. So paste it. However, inspire however it will inspire you all right and the next thing the third step is literally to decorate it and make it personal make it personal make it as creative as you want it to be because remember it has to be something that will inspire you when you look at it it has to be something that you're happy to look at so if you're someone that's very very tidy and you like everything in its place uh and you like really pretty things make sure you put the time and the effort into making it beautiful so that you want to look at it so that it's something, because if you don't like it, you might end up just chucking it you know, aside and you never put it up on your wall because it's not pretty enough. So you need to know yourself, all right, know yourself and decorate it to the level, to the degree that you require for it to inspire you. And the fourth step is literally to place your vision board where you can see it every single day. Like I said earlier, you don't have to literally carve out time to sit down and say, I'm looking at my vision board. All right. Just put it somewhere where you will see it every single day, every single day. So mine, is on my bedroom wall so it's 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 um positioned so that when i wake up in the morning or if i'm just lying down in bed i'm looking at it and a lot of times i just without actively doing so i just find myself looking at my vision board as in i catch myself looking at the vision board and taking it in and taking it in and taking it in and like i said my current vision board you know i pull up my husband is constant you know he's continually um pointing things out and say, "Ah, look at that picture. It looks exactly like what just happened. That's happened many times, more times than I can count more times than I can count as in there'll be a picture on my vision board and then it would happen. And he will point out to me, that's exactly as in it's identical more times than I can count more times than I can count. So vision boards definitely work. They definitely work. And. I would highly recommend that you create one. And so the last thing I'm going to say about vision boards is it doesn't actually need to be uh, a hard copy like paper. There's also, um, the digital version and I, I actually do both. So I have my vision board that I've made that I put on my wall that's there permanently, but I also have like digital versions that I, you know, change every now and then. And one example of that is the very first time that I launched out into coaching and I, um, launched out beyond just doing one-to-one coaching and I was selling, um, my gems group coaching program. So the first time I ever launched the gems group coaching program, I remember even before I launched it, um, uh, probably weeks, if not, I think weeks before that, I just, you know, I had the poster that I created for gems and I across it, I put sold out. And I put it as a screensaver of my phone. So I use my screen the screensaver of my phone a lot for things like that. It is rarely, my phone, you know, if you look at my screensaver, it's rarely just like random things. It is usually something that's pointing me in the direction that I'm going in. Almost always. Almost always. Right? Because I'm like, I look at my phone a lot, you know. I I I do a lot of things on my phone that's an opportunity. So anyway, I put that image there and I put sold out in bold letters across that, um, picture, the image of gems. And yes, so I was, I was just, like I said, I didn't, I, I don't think I ever sat down, carried my phone. I was looking at it sold out. It says, every time the two seconds or so as i'm typing in my passcode that image is going into my heart it is going it is breaking down it is telling me that it is going to be sold out it is going to be sold out it is going to be sold out and um when i eventually launched it um the plan was to promote it for four weeks um and then close the etc i think we were probably about two weeks in when it was completely sold out and I didn't finish the time that I thought I would have to use to promote it in order to sell it out. It was that quick. All right. So these things work. So it can be a digital one. There are apps that will actually help you create a vision board digitally. So really, you know, you can have it as a screensaver on your computer or your phone or anything that you look at regularly. All right. Vision bo- Vision boards work. All right. I can definitely testify to that. I can testify to that and I'll encourage you, if you have not yet created one, then please do. If you used to do it in the past and then you sort of like, oh, I can't be bothered, um, please do because the time that you invest and is actually quite fun. I find, it, I find it is quite fun to just sit down and to be, you know, reminding yourself of the goals and the dreams that you have and to be able to actually put it down on paper so that you can see it, okay? So if you don't have a vision board, you know, you can create one for the last 90 days of the year. You don't have to wait until December to create one. You can create one for the next 90 days and then do another one for the year 2020. And if you already have a vision board, um, I want you, you know, to... Put it somewhere that you look at it every day. Be a bit more intentional about using your vision board. And remember, the stars were Abraham's vision board. And if God used a vision board to translate what he wanted to do in Abraham's life and also in Jacob's life, then yeah, I think we can also have vision boards too. All right, that's me done for today and I will be back next week. Bye.